0: What's up, everybody? Ryan, ATX Metal Podcast, back again with another episode and the last episode of the year. This is my Christmas present to you, and I wanted to bring you a new band that's new to me that I heard through my Spotify shuffle when I was out on a run uh, not too long ago, and I will say that if you plug them into your run or workout playlist, you will not be disappointed. Uh, Profiler's a new metal grunge alt rock, call it what you want. Uh, It's an abrasive distorted, distorted soundscape. The reverently glances back in those genre's heydays. Um, Profiler is for anyone who misses or missed the contagious 90s Seattle grunge movement or the explosion of new metal that dominated the 2000s and the genre-bending bands that made a path for them. So I- I- if any of that piques your interest, then stop what you're doing. Actually, don't stop what you're doing. Listen to this episode and then after the episode, go hit up your social platform of preference and give them a like subscribe and follow because they have some new music coming out. Um, they got a couple singles that are going to drop in January and February, and then they're going to release their new debut album, a digital nowhere on February 16th, 2024. Uh, they're signed to sharp tone. They've been with sharp tone for a hot minute and we just, uh, Figured I, I we I I figured out uh, reach out and link up with the band. Uh, thank you to Nuclear Blast and Sharp Tone for setting it up. I really appreciate that. It's not every day that I get to talk to a band across the pond, and I just wanted to learn. I personally wanted to learn more about the band and their sound, uh, just so that I could share it with you. And this was an amazing amazing episode. Uh, we talk about their latest songs, uh, All In Forever and Animo, and what they mean and lyrically and how they were formed, and, you know, just kind of a sit down and a, you know, kind of get to know you kind of thing. So stay tuned and uh, check out the episode. You will not be disappointed with the music, I don't think. But like Mike said, you know, there's, they've gotten some uh, negative reviews, but, you know, like Elon said, go f*** yourself. <laughs> Anyway, uh, shout out to Come and Take It Live, shout out to Come and Take It Productions. I want to thank all of the bands that were on my ninth annual showcase that went down on December 2nd at Come and Take It Live in Austin, Texas. The Browning, Left to Suffer, Tracheotomy, Tala, Chamber, Mouth Breather, Living Hollow, Stoneside, Lament, Mirror Lake, Sizora, Familiar, Failure, and The and After Party. It was an absolute smash hit. Everybody that showed up came to me and said, man, what a great lineup. What a great festival. I didn't... It wasn't supposed to be that many bands at first. It just kind of morphed into it and I could not have been pleased more and I can't wait to do one more next year for my 10th annual and I don't know what I'm going to do. So if you've got any suggestions, if we've got any bands in mind that we want to see on the 10-year, let me know. Shoot me a message. AustinTXMetal at gmail.com or you can dm me on any of the socials you're talking directly to me it's at atx metal podcast hit me up let me know if there's anybody that you want to see we will desperately try to get them within reason but yeah i've i've had a really good year i've had a lot of ups and downs i know that i haven't been super consistent with this but we're gonna be all right we're gonna be all right here's to 2023 and cheers to 2024 i look forward to everything and anything that the local texas metal scene is going to put out and i will be here to support it through and through as well as all the national acts and international acts so with that said thank you everybody that has supported the podcast from day one or just yesterday uh your support of what i do to help support what artists and musicians and producers and videographers and engineers and anybody involved in the music scene from the merch person to the bartender to the door guy to the security to the audio I mean just everybody it takes a village to get this shit off the ground and to keep it going and I am greatly humbled that I am still able to be a part of this family and I look forward to a successful next year. So with all that said, here is Profiler. What's up, everybody? Ryan, ATX Metal Podcast, back again with another interview. Today, I got Mike Evans on the line all the way from Bristol, UK. Uh, he is the founder, the OG, the vocalist, guitarist, and frontman of Profiler. I found them on my Spotify shuffle, just out for a run one day, digging dug into their discography. Love the groove, love the bounce. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm 40, so the 90s era, 2000s vibe definitely talks to me. Introduce yourself. Where, um, I already said where you're from, and uh, we'll just kind of go from there.
1: Cool. Hey, man. Well, I'm Mike. Yeah, as you say, I'm the guitarist and vocalist of Profiler. Uh, here, over here in England, uh, chilling. It's, it's rainy. Uh, the weather's terrible, as it usually is. <laughs> usually, yeah. But, uh, loving life. Always good. Happy to chat with you.
0: Well, man, thank you very much for spending time. I know we've got about a six or a seven hour time difference between us, so I'll keep this short so you can uh, get about your weekend and get ready for the week uh, ahead. But I just wanted to kind of get to know the band, get to know you, and and you know talk about some of the latest singles and what you guys got coming out. I know you have, uh, we spoke about your debut album for Profiler is A Digital Nowhere coming out on February 16th of next year, 2024. Uh, you guys have been signed to Sharp Tone for a while. You guys just released All In Forever, which is one of my personal favorites. It speaks to me because I'm going through some shit right now, so <laughs> so the message <laughs> and the lyrics behind it definitely speak to me. Because I saw your, I saw like your post on Instagram where you kind of explained what it was about. Yeah. So I, I guess we'll just start there because you guys also have another single, and and we just mentioned how to say it, animo. Yeah, that's it. Okay. <laughs> so, me and the English language have trouble sometimes. But, uh, but let me, talk to me about those two singles, man. Uh, let's start with All In Forever. I absolutely love that one. And, I, and that's the one that I heard on the shuffle that got me interested in the band. So um, talk to me about that song, lyrically what it's about. I know you already explained it on your, on your Instagram, but for those that haven't found you guys yet or that message. Uh, just go over it briefly.
1: Yeah, so it's it. It was written during the whole COVID pandemic time. So it was written in a time of quite uh, uh, uncertainty and yeah, it's quite quite a confusing and stressful time for everyone, I guess. So also a very good time to write because I had I had some time to do it. I had a lot of energy to kind of um, to put out. So it was a, it was a very useful time for that as well, I guess. Um, and it's sort of about kind of. Yeah, feeling, feeling left behind because obviously it put a big pause on a lot of people's dreams and maybe uh, created a big step back for a lot of people's businesses and lives. Um, so, lyrically, it's kind of about like trusting that process within like the mass uncertainty uh, and anxiety during a, a kind of mass trauma, a global trauma, uh, I'll call it, because it's kind of like everyone went through the same thing at the same time. Um, and just trying to sort of keep calm uh, within that period and, and trust where you are and try and trust uh, the specific life journey that you're on as an individual because I think we can get very competitive um, and sort of think we need to be somewhere else. Um, uh, I think we should be ahead of people. Uh, we think we're behind or whatever. But I think I really think that every single person is where they need to be on their own journey you know you might get successful at 20 you might get successful at 40 but there's kind of a reason for everyone's individual life path and making peace with that i guess if that makes sense
0: no it makes makes total sense man i uh i quit my job on friday i uh, oh. been with the company for about 18 months uh, i enjoyed it uh, but i definitely had some um some qualms with, uh, owner ownership and management. And on Friday, some stuff came to light that I just couldn't, couldn't get behind support. And I had to take the side of uh, my fellow employees and three of us walked, uh, that day. And, and, you know, the last time that I quit a job was, uh, December 1st of 2020, kind of during the, during the height of the pandemic. And I'd left with zero plan, nothing to do. And I've always been a I've always been a glass half full, optimist, always, you know, looking at the better side of things instead of the, you know, the glass half empty or the pessimistic side. And and when I read the lyrics and, and saw your your post on Instagram, I'm I also am a firm believer of you are where you should be. And as long as you continue to believe in the process that you have mapped for yourself or or actually the, the process that you haven't even figured out yet, like that's okay. You know, as long yeah. as you you know keep keep your mind you know in a positive mindset and just keep pushing and pushing and you'll get to where you want to be as long as you put in the put in the work and uh you know just have a good positive mental attitude so i appreciate, yeah, that's it. appreciate yeah. you for that
1: it's song, about man. that's it yeah no worries yeah it's definitely about um yeah you gotta put in the work um but it can feel like you're putting in the work and stuff stuff's not isn't happening but i don't know if you're being like tested or whatever but uh yeah, there can be a lot of hurdles getting to where you want to get to. Like I think if you were just given everything you wanted, then yeah, it's like the kind of challenge to get in there that makes it satisfying, if that makes sense.
0: So what was the what was the journey like for you um, going from off stage and in the studio to on stage and you know, and forming forming profiler?
1: Yeah. So well it's formed kind of like I was writing by myself with a producer like a lot of the EP tracks, most of the old stuff that was released before this album.
0: Like Metamorphosis uh, a of it. and all those?
1: Sorry, yeah. Me- yeah, Metamorphosis was a little bit more with the band, but like, yeah, Revert and 93 and Identify and stuff like that, I was writing um, without a band. So I was just writing tunes. Ah, okay. Um, so then I got together with the guys, and then we kind of, obviously the drummer, especially my bass player, ad- added some musical flavor to it. So like, I guess the the stem of the idea comes from me. And then, you know, Joe, my bass player, is really good at kind of, uh you know, tweaking bits. And he adds incredible bass lines and really adds that kind of, kind of glues it all together. So, yeah, I was kind of writing those demos and then scouting for talent um, and being like very, very picky about getting the right people because I knew I wanted to maintain like kind of. Kind of control, because I'm a bit of a control freak. I like to be the boss. So anyone with too big of an ego, I was like, no, no, no. I'm I've, I'm, taking control of the ego here, buddy. Um, <laughs> Yeah, got uh, got my drummer, Joe. Got my bass player, Joe. Sorry, and my drummer, Oscar, who's the original drummer. we got a new drummer now. And yeah, we started kind of practicing and started playing gigs. Obviously, we, we, I've recorded a lot of the music already, so we kind of started putting stuff out on Spotify. And then that grabbed the attention of Nathan, He's obviously uh, Nuclear Blast, uh, head of a Nuclear Blast. Uh, he, he wasn't with them at that point, but I think he heard of us and then came to check us out and then sent our music to Sean, uh, CEO of Sharptone. And Sean was like, yeah, let's do it. So it kind of happened pretty quickly and it's the first band I've ever been in. So it's uh, it's really? a bit of a dream to Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was in a band for like a couple of months before that. But yeah, I think I was, I pissed people off because I, I knew what I wanted and they weren't really mad about <laughs> it i think they went into it because i'm I'm, i might be difficult to work with That's because i'm I'm obsessive about music
0: No, i've definitely run across uh, artists and musicians that kind of in the same shoes where they have all of these riffs or songs already written and they just need that kind of one or two other people to help bring it together but they also want to keep you know the majority of the control and say okay listen guys like just, just trust in the process, it's gonna be great, just lay it down and and, and we'll be fine. But yeah. I, I think that's great that that, that you guys uh, rose to the level that you are in, in such, uh, I guess, quick succession because, I mean, the old days of trying to get on a label, in my mind, was just this kind of long, painstaking, you know, almost audition of sorts, but these days, Kind of, and 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 kind of go back to the COVID time. I did a series called "Have You Heard," where it was just introducing bands that I haven't heard of to other people, similar to this. But the one good thing that I did see come out of COVID is just the amount of amazing music that can and has been produced. So mm. it, it, it's it's just kind of kind of ties it all together that that's where it started and that's how you hear so congratulations on getting signed
1: there's so many bands putting out so much good music like the scene is is incredible uh there's a a huge amount of bands coming out of australia uh the states and the uk a lot of bands under sharp tone obviously as well uh unfd as well bands that there's a crazy amount of good music coming out of our our scene which is which is good it's it's competitive (laughs) um which can uh it's not like demotivating, but like, yeah, there's a lot of really good bands out there and it's like, okay, shit, like you have to work very hard to stand out. because um, the level is is very high, like with bands like Thornhill, Alpha Wolf, uh, Static Dress, Love Like there's a lot of there's a lot of good sound out there. So I don't think we're quite in that like region of bands, but we're trying to get up there, uh, which hopefully the debut lets people pay a bit of more attention to us, hopefully, I guess. <laughs>
0: Well, man, you keep you keep putting out these chunky riffs. Uh, it, it won't take long, my man. Um, I am just a through and through, I guess, uh, not aficionado. That's the wrong word. Just lover of how the bass just comes in and it just, like you said, it kind of glues it together. It's just like the riff is there, the chunkiness, the groove, and I just I fell in love instantly. So. Um,
1: Thank you very much, man. Appreciate yeah, that. Dude, that means a lot.
0: Yeah. And that's what I got I got right here. It's like, you know, what's the mean you know, what's the meaning? And like I got circled, like hits home. And I think that's, you know, the the all in forever. Just you are where you need to be. Just go outside and just let it happen.
1: Yeah. Well, I think like having uh music as a vehicle for like a message as well is like really nice to help people out. Cause that it's helped me out so much before I ever got in a band, like uh like, you know, Northland. Oh. Australia oh yeah like singularity album uh his lyrics Adrian their original vocalist like mm-hmm. that is like massively massively helped me for like four or five years of not having a good time um so yeah like I think lyrics can be exceptional except exceptionally beneficial for people
0: so what is uh so I was curious what does profiler stand for is it has like like the the band name profiler does it have a meaning behind uh, it or is it just something you picked out of the dictionary
1: no, it doesn't have any meaning to it behind it. Uh, we just wanted to sound like professional. We're like oh. professional sounds cool so we wanted to say like pro and then we found a bunch of words beginning with pro. and um, we're like profiler it sounds like metal and it's short it's one word. So we're like yeah, let's just let's just go with that and it's stuck. But I think it sounds pretty cool. I don't even know what it means but uh yeah no I mean
0: yeah I always I always like to ask you know I've had some guys that were like yeah we just went through the dictionary found a word and then we hit the thesaurus and found some like similar names and then we went with that and then sometimes you know the band name has some like really deep-seated meaning or it's a concept band or something like that so just wanted to just wanted to ask if there was anything behind that
1: no it just sounds cool
0: (laughs) (laughs) totally fine totally fine um so let's uh, move on to the, like the sound, what, what draws you to the nineties? I read on the, the Spotify profile that it had, that it kind of stems from the Seattle grunge, you know, nineties, two thousands, new metal vibe. Well, what, what attracts you to that and makes you continue to put out music like that?
1: Well, yeah. Right. Well, I'm 30, so I didn't completely grow up in the new metal era, but my brother's 10 years older than me. So I used to be with him and my sister. He used to listen to like Limp Bizkit, Incubus, and Linkin Park, System, System of a Down, stuff oh, yeah. like that. When I was like really young, I must have been like eight or something when I started hearing that stuff. So yeah, I don't know, like that, like hearing that stuff for the first time, like when I was really young, I was like, oh my god, like this is just like the best, like the best fucking music. That... I, I, can I swear on here? Oh yeah, yeah, swear? man, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just checking. Um, so, yeah, I guess that really got me into it, and and my musical taste hasn't really changed since I was about ten, um, because yeah, I just got massively, massively into it. I couldn't, I couldn't believe how, how cool it was, um, and that's kind of stuck. And then I felt like there's such a, it, 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 it's, it stands up so well today, like, like Hybrid Theory, the um, Biscuit albums, like the production, like if they came out now, I still feel, I still think people would be like, oh my god, like. It's so ahead of its time and they're still so big so i was like well i love that music so much like why not kind of try and get a bit of a like resurgence within our sound but like we don't want to sound like a new metal band but we just we just love that genre so much so it kind of just uh just gets put into the music uh, kind of unintentionally but then we also love like modern metalcore, like north lane and uh, a lot of like the australian metal, core, like polaris and stuff like that so kind of like having that blend like that love for the for the early era of metal and where it kind of started in new metal and and stuff that's going on now
0: no i i definitely was not app- i i didn't i didn't have any friends or family that were into new metal when it was out uh i was more into <laughs> just like dad rock uh, just because of just the the area and the friends that i grew up in and like on the east coast in north carolina wasn't wasn't really any in, in part of any scene until mid 2000s when when just it, god the 2000s were so good so good. yeah god damn can we go back
1: <laughs> yeah that's it a lot of people want to go back it was a very like intensely good time it was a for fun music time. uh sick bands coming out so yeah we want to get that sound back
0: I know that when I was uh posting up did a little story on Instagram and I was when I when I was running I was trying to just like close my eyes when well, I close my eyes and run but just kind of close my eyes and think about you know what what do I hear in the in the sound space of your songs and and I definitely caught like some Deftones, tones some limp biscuit and and just that kind of vibe. And the one thing is that I like about your music is is your range and your ability to like make all of it sound good. <laughs> it's it's, it's not easy uh to pull off that plus play guitar i mean doing double duty i just i think is amazing
1: thank you thank you i'm gonna start doing a bit less of it actually because um like i'm gonna keep writing all the stuff on guitar but um yeah like i've seen like Incubus and deftones live and or at least Chino will play some guitar, but then he frontmans as well. And I've always wanted to be a frontman. So I think we're going to switch it up a bit with my bass player, a bit, playing a bit of guitar, um, and then me doing some frontman stuff. But yeah, it's, I don't know, It's it, it, it seems hard to play guitar and sing at the same time, but a lot of it's over chords and stuff. And a lot of the vocal lines are matching the guitar. So it's, um, yeah, I don't know it's always been it's always been quite natural, but it's not it's not crazy stuff that I'm playing, but I do appreciate it. Thanks. <laughs> no,
0: yeah, I, and and to do kind of the almost spoken word in 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 the songs, it's like not many songs that I hear these days. Not these days, just the, the songs that I listen to. I'm more of in like the metalcore, progressive, really starting to get into the the throwback new metal stuff. Um, and and I have heard, I mean. Just here locally in in Central Texas, uh, new metal is on the rise. I guess I mean it's it's yeah. everybody you know history repeats itself, and you just see the new not the not the new kids, but the younger generation uh, kind of gravitating towards that like yeah, s- love it style wise here. Um, I know that over over I, I spent a little bit of time uh, in the United Kingdom. 40 45 days for some training when I was working overseas but uh but it's just a different vibe over there but I see a lot of it over here and so I was going to ask what's uh what's the scene like there I know that the good thing about living in Europe is you have a very large audience that you can get to very easily uh just yeah. you know hop you know especially if you can get over to we'll just say get over to Amsterdam or France or Germany and then just hit the train What's it like over there for you guys? Uh do you guys play specifically in the UK or do you guys travel uh the rest of Europe and play?
1: We to be honest mate, we really haven't um toured or played loads of shows uh since being in a band. That's oh. been like the one area for us that like it was starting to happen before Covid and then didn't uh cuz of Covid. And then there was kind of like a backlog of tours from bands that were like a little bit bigger than us mm-hmm. um that were kind of I wouldn't say like taking all the touring spots but it came at a time where we were like shuffling things around with a new drummer um and we kind of like were prioritizing this new material getting into the studio so it's been quite like a delayed process since covid getting this record together um but now it's done we're looking at touring so we've got a tour in in may which will be our first one around europe and uh and the uk as well so we we've only played like really a handful of shows um in the uk so that's that's our next uh thing to to integrate like we need to get out on the road so that's kind of the next objective for the band
0: how did how were those shows received by the fans with you guys being essentially like an internet project and then you hit the stage was it hard to get people in the door and and who did you guys play with
1: so yeah we played play with a bunch of bands like we played with memphis mayfire um monuments we played radar festival which obviously has a, a huge amount of big bands you know like periphery thornhill all of that sort of sort of jazz i uh, played two thousand trees as well so we, we have we have played shows and it has been received well like we've we've always had like really good reception and that's, that's extremely motivating. Like there are some like really diehard fans already. Um, We always get, you know, out out of like a big crowd, like five to 10, like really enthusiastic people uh, that are just like genuinely like really into it. And that is, that is obviously the best currency we have is, is getting fans and and getting new people into it. So it's been really good, but I think from my position uh, being kind of stuck behind the mic on guitar, is what I explained earlier. I want to make that transition because I think when you're in a slightly heavier band, it's like you want to tell people to get up and march, and like you want to get into the crowd and motivate people. And it's a lot easier to have that kind of crowd interaction and energy when you're running around the stage with a mic, with, if you're not stuck behind the uh, stuck behind the mic and your pedal board and tuning and all that sort of stuff. So it's been good, but I think we can do better by by switching it up. If that makes sense.
0: No, yeah, I definitely, I'm a huge, huge proponent of telling people if you like the music that you hear, you know, through your earbuds, through your radio, through your car, go see them live. If, if there's any chance that you can get to go see a band that you're into, especially if they're kind of new to you, if you can get to see them on stage, for me, that kind of cements the deal. If, you know, yeah. if, if what I hear, you know, uh, uh, through the Spotify shuffle, go check out a music video see the energy that's being put out and then go see it on stage and it matches Psh, check in the box fan for life yeah
1: yeah exactly yeah it's like they go they go hand in hand like you want to be able to like like hear the record check out the band and be like oh, i loved it and then go home again and listen to it again yeah they they go in hands hand in hand live and live and audio yeah
0: i definitely love i definitely love a good uh a good set yeah. What can we expect? Are there any more songs that you guys are going to release, or I guess on the album that's coming up? Are there songs that we're not going to get to hear until the album?
1: Yeah, there'll be there'll be a load. So we'll release another single in January, then another single in February, and then the album. So there will be like six. Yeah, there'll be like six tracks in there that people haven't heard before. Yeah, out oh. of ten. So, oh, six yeah. out of ten.
0: Fucking yes. Yeah, <laughs> I love yeah. it.
1: Um, yeah.
0: Yeah, because today's EPs is, you know, one, two, three songs or, you know, they'll say, you know, the next album's only four and you've already heard two of them. So it's I see that more and more bands that I talk to are releasing longer and longer albums, you know, instead of the four, five, six, it's now eight, nine, ten. Some are even pushing the limits to 12 and 14, which is just I love it. Yeah. I love it.
1: It's a lot. Yeah, I feel like 10 is, is enough. Like I feel like half an hour of one band for me, like in the gym is usually enough. Yeah. Um, i don't want to listen to like 45 minutes of of anyone even if i really like it um and so yeah we obviously did that five track um and then we've done this album i don't know if it's like a set way to go really i like doing singles as well like i think singles is a good good approach but um yeah it's it's good for us to do an album and get that under under our belt just so we got like a portfolio of sound that people can check out
0: well I'm definitely looking forward to it and I know that I will definitely try to push this out to all of the channels that I can to try and get some more eyes on especially here cuz it's always good to just share new music. It's always like I'm in a group thread with some friends and every time I hear some new music just, you know, copy, share, send like, guys, listen to this right about the 39 second mark. It's going to blow your mind. Or, you know, nice. something to that effect. Well, let's get let's get to know you as a as like a person like uh what you don't have to tell me who you work for, but what do you do just normally or is music your actual job job?
1: Um, no, I do have to, yeah, I do have to support myself. Um, unfortunately I wish the music, uh, paid the bills. I think it's, I think it is possible. Um, everybody in the industry tells me it's not, but, uh, I do think that, uh, I don't think bring me the horizon of working in a coffee shop. (laughs) No uh, no
0: baristas there.
1: (laughs) No baristas there. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, the dream is to get the band to pay the bills hundred percent because you know, just, or, or just making enough mon- <clears throat> money to live, uh, doing what you you want to do. But I do, um, I do a bit of session work outside of the band. Like I write kind of ghostwrite music for okay. other people. I guess people have seen what I write and so I, I get paid to, to write some stuff. Um, I do like vocal sessions, things like that. Um, and then I work like a range of different jobs just to support myself. So done hospitality and sales. Uh, I've just been doing a Christmas market. I'm working in a, in a pub as well. So I have quite a wide variety of stuff that I use to, to bring money in. Um, and I do a bit of graphic design as well. So started designing like merchandise for other bands, like long sleeve tees, short sleeve tees, hoodies, artworks and things like that. Um, you know, I'm Photoshop and Illustrator teach myself how to use that via, via YouTube because I obviously did um, suss up that uh, being in a band does take quite a while to get an income going and I think when I started it I was like yeah we're gonna make loads of money like it's gonna fucking pop off <laughs> and then it didn't and we spent like I don't know what we we put into the band like maybe 5k a year and the label helps us and you know obviously we have to we have to pay back our advances to them so it's, it's a long game of being in a band, so you have to support yourself. But the issue is, is that it's quite difficult to get a proper job if you're in a band because you need to have the time to do it and mm-hmm. go on tour and stuff. So if I, I can't go like, become a sales rep at a company, I mean, maybe I can't, I don't know, or maybe I just don't want to. Um, but it feels like, and I don't know if other musicians relate, that you kind of have to sacrifice your income in, in order to pursue that dream so you have the time to do it. Yeah. Um so yeah if, if that makes sense
0: no yeah i definitely have loads of friends here that have one two three four side hustles and then they have music on the side and you know they're only breaking yeah. in you know 500 hundred seven hundred dollars a month with shows merch sales stuff like that uh but yeah. they but they keep grinding they keep writing music they keep throwing shows they keep putting out singles and music videos and they just kind of let the chips fall where they may um yeah who works? yeah exactly who are you who are you paying attention to today? Like if we were to throw on your Spotify shuffle or, or Apple music playlist, but what uh, what what songs or bands would come up?
1: Uh, there's a lot there's a lot uh, that I listen to. Uh, as I said, I'm pretty obsessed about music. I do go through phases of like albums or bands, but there's a lot there's probably like 10, 15 bands I'm always listening to. So Northlane from Australia, uh, Alpha Wolf from Australia too, Diamond Construct. These are yes. awesome. I'm just doing the Australian bands right now, uh, I guess. Uh, Ocean Grove, like that scene is obscene. Parkway Drive, what else do I listen to? Uh, Crystal Lake. Oh, yeah. Uh, Thornhill as well from Australia. They're amazing. Bit of static dress here and there. Love sometimes. Death a lot. Lincoln Park, Limp Biscuit. Yeah, stuff like that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I, d- I definitely. Diamond Construct. I mean, North Lane, all the ones you listed. Are obviously just amazing bands, but I, I really enjoy what Diamond Con- uh, Construct is doing. They're just they're yeah. all, they're on my to get list, and I noticed that on your uh, on your Who's Listening, like the top three are all cities in
1: in Australia. So definitely, wow, make, wow.
0: yeah, it definitely makes sense uh, with with your sound and their sound. It definitely it fits.
1: Yeah, we really want to get over there because I think I really think we'd go down like a treat in us in the Australian scene. Uh, I think they I think they'd love us. So I think they really switched on with their metal core. like, like diamond constructs almost like new metal, but like really fucking heavy. They're sick like, and their guitarist is ridiculous. So yeah, yeah, they're very good.
0: Yeah, I definitely. I mean it's it's almost it's almost like Australia and Europe just have the magic of making just some of the most amazing music and and not to discredit all the American bands but
1: <laughs> uh, there's some sick metal bands is it invent animate they're american right? oh my
0: god you are touching my heart my guy invent oh. invent is one of my favorite bands they're uh local here out of tech well not local anymore the vocalist i believe is from sweden
1: oh okay yeah he's incredible yeah, like they're all great. amazing because yeah like i knew about them but then i started dating this girl and she's really into them and i was like listening to all that stuff in the car with her and I was like holy shit this band is ridiculous.
0: Yeah, their latest album was just Bananas and Heavener yeah. and uh I mean the list goes on with Invent Anime. They they're just one of the one of the really good staples here uh in, especially out of Texas. I think three of the four, I can't remember, but uh I did try to get them on my annual showcase uh but they had other plans so that's okay. Better luck next year.
1: All right, you'll get there
0: we'll get sure. there man we'll get there i just celebrated my ninth anniversary showcase i had the browning and left to suffer and Tala and tracheotomy chamber mouth breather and then six locals that were just amazing uh living hollow yeah. Stoneside, mirror lake sazora lament familiar with failure it was it was amazing it was the best show i ever throw ever threw so oh, sick, man next year thank you thank you next year for my tenure i'd I'm not too sure what I'm going to do but I'm already in the planning phase. So.
1: Oh yeah, man. Nice one.
0: But uh but well I appreciate all your time, man. I don't want to take too much of it uh left. Uh, are there any final uh, like shout outs or anything that you want to uh tell us before we get out of here?
1: uh well thank you very much for having me on to yourself shout out to you appreciate that and yeah shout out to, to to my band to my bandmates and to to our label we really appreciate the support and to all the fans that are checking us out everyone who's getting behind our music is uh it's amazing Like, and i, I appreciate your positive comments as well because we've had a we've had a few like negative comments on these new songs for like the first time like people are like oh new metal sucks like <laughs> you guys are crap and it's like, It's nice to, like, hear that you're into it because it can be like, oh, shit, like, are we doing this right? But you can't please everybody, so definitely not a shout-out to them. (laughs) Fuck you. All
0: (laughs) all of those that don't like it, just tune out now.
1: Yeah, just don't listen to it. You
0: You can just be like Elon Musk and, you know, he just uh, told the advertisers to go f*** themselves and don't worry about advertising on the platform. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Which I think is opposite of what you want to tell the advertisers but i get it i get it yeah i get it yeah he's (laughs) he's a crazy dude (laughs) well mike i will keep spinning the record i will keep sharing uh until my until my mouse dies and uh i wish you the best of luck i hope that the next few singles that come out and the album are a smash hit and if you guys ever uh decide to come over this way uh let me know man i'll definitely tell i've got a sponsoring venue um, in austin texas called come and take it live uh one of Sick. the one of the go-to places for for metal metalcore deathcore all the metal all the headbanging stuff um so i would i would love to see the live show that you guys put on because i can only imagine it's it's pretty tasty
1: hell yeah man yeah we'll definitely be uh in the states at some point so 100 we'll give you a shout thank you so much
0: all right man well i'll be on the lookout and uh hopefully the weather turns into what's happening out here i got it all blocked out this is like if i lifted this you'd be blinded by the light
1: because it's just ah nice it's like, it's like it won't 65, it's, it's
0: 65 degrees no clouds
1: ah oh, yeah no this this country I live in is terrible <laughs> oh. I mean it's great but the weather's shit it, it
0: actually it, it's kind of like Seattle weather I mean it kind of matches yeah always rainy gloomy
1: this inspires the grunge sound I guess but yeah
0: oh. alright Mike well, take care and I appreciate your time brother
1: cheers man nice All to right. meet you thanks so much alright bye cheers cheers bye